The Chemistry Lesson by Susie Miller. Exterior, graveyard, day. Gravestones loom tall. Teddy, thirties, lies on his back in the grass like a corpse, butterflies fluttering above. His worn quality leather jacket covers a man's Kathkidson t-shirt, patterned with flowers, stretched taut over a muscled body. Teddy jumps as his phone ringtone vibrates with Chuck Berry's You Never Can Tell. He sits bolt upright, instinctively stroking his teddy boy quip. Striking green eyes show fear, until he sees it's Babes who's calling. Teddy. Don't be scared, Babes. He'll be okay with it when I explain it to him. It's, it's not like he's going to be in this face or nothing. Yeah, sorry you've been feeling sick. Just stay with your mum for now. Can't have you puking up all over the new sofa I bought you. Teddy gets up and wanders amongst the gravestones. Teddy. It's not like I'm wearing skirts like Manny or trans like Danny, right? I'm not going on a job wearing your lipstick, am I? He'll be okay with it. It's just, after what happened with Danny, I don't want to hide it anymore. Teddy's voice becomes inaudible. His voiceover begins. Teddy. GCSE chemistry. Yeah, that's right, I'm smarter than I look. Teacher said electrons move around the nucleus of an atom in circles, but it's not true. Seeds from a dandelion clock swirl, hanging on the breeze as if guided by an invisible force. Bees buzz and do their dance on vivid blue cornflowers. Teddy. Truth is, they move in different patterns, like a solid particle and like a wave, all at the same time. Teddy passes a gravestone, daubed with national front graffiti, still has visible, Valerie and her beloved wife Christine still dancing the tango. He ends his call. Teddy, hard to get your head around. Much more interesting and beautiful than the lies we've been taught. Teddy pauses as a butterfly with leopard-like black markings on orange, a high brown fritillary, settles on his phone. Teddy, turns out, they told me the same lies about gender. Only this lie is going to be the death of me. Teddy continues to stare at the butterfly. Exterior, walled garden, patio, evening. Johnson, 50s, a bulldozer of a man wearing a tweed waistcoat from another era, delicately deadheads geraniums from pots on the patio, overlooking an impressive walled garden. Being a gangster, it pays well. A flagpole sporting the St George's Cross flutters in the background. Drinking a brandy at the wooden patio table is sidekick Shaggy, 60s, army haircut, also smartly dressed but with sleeves rolled up revealing numerous tattoos. A large bag of table salt is on the patio table. Shaggy. It's not like he's gay or nothing. He's getting married next year. Johnson, pointing to a slug trail. It was just there, all lost looking, squirming. I picked it up in a leaf and tossed it as far as away from my dahlias as I could. I mean, normally I'd salt the fuck up, but for some reason, I was benevolent. 
shaggy. They say even slugs have some kind of role in nature. Johnson. Everything has its place, but I'm here to maintain a natural order. Shaggy. Let him go, Mr. Johnson. Johnson plunges the secateurs into the patio table. Johnson. That boy's dead to me. Shaggy nods. He's tried his best. Exterior walled garden. Doorway. Day. Shaggy opens a wooden door in a stone wall. Shaggy. Didn't have to make it so bloody easy to find you, Teddy. Shaggy allows Teddy to enter, followed by gang members. Exterior walled garden. Shrubbery. Day. Shaggy pulls a small bottle of brandy from his jacket pocket as they approach a workbench. On the bench is an axe and a blade sharpener. Teddy. Look, I, I just want to explain it to him. We don't need to do this. Shaggy. As you're almost family, Mr. Johnson thought this would uh, help with the pain. Shaggy hands the open bottle to Teddy. Shaggy. My daughter likes Miley Cyrus, so you're like her then, or, or Eddie Izzard, like him. Teddy. Them. Like them. Shaggy. Jesus, Teddy, you putting us all through this because of our fucking pronoun. Teddy grabs the bottle and gulps the brandy. Before he can drink all of it, Shaggy grabs the bottle back from him, holds his stare then takes some big gulps himself. Johnson's ranting breaks the silence as he storms across from the other end of the garden, brandishing the packet of salt. Johnson. Should never have let it go. I know it was the same one. Little fucker. Johnson slams the salt packet down on the workbench and begins to sharpen the axe. Shaggy holds out his hand to Teddy, who gives him his phone. Shaggy. You know how Mr. Johnson likes his feather before and after photo. Teddy taps in his code, flinching at the sound of the axe blade sharpening. Johnson focused only on the axe. This is the penalty for betrayal. Teddy. This is bullshit. Johnson. On two counts. One, you should never have made contact. Teddy. How could I not answer? It was a suicide attempt for Christ's sakes. Shaggy stiffens. Johnson stops sharpening for a moment, frozen, then continues methodically getting a sharper edge. Johnson. And two. Coming out as, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl, not a girl, I'm a boy, bollocks. That is not in the rule book. Shaggy indicates for Teddy to raise his right hand and he begins to tape his fingers together, leaving the little finger exposed. Johnson gives Shaggy a what-the-fuck look. Shaggy. Don't want to hack off extra by mistake, Mr. Johnson. Johnson indicates to a giant gang member to pin Teddy's right hand to the workbench, little finger outstretched. Johnson. We need to restore order. But you're like a son to me, Teddy, so I'll be benevolent. I'll give you two choices, laying the axe down next to Teddy's finger. Expulsion, 
like Manny, if you'll admit you've gone psycho on me, a missing finger to uh, remember us by. Teddy. And the other option? Johnson. The Reservoir. Johnson lets the implication sink in. Suddenly, Johnson grabs the axe and starts manically hacking at the shrubbery. Johnson, slashing flowers. Tell me you're gay. Tell me you wear frilly knickers under your jeans when we're on a job. Johnson bangs the axe down into the workbench, inches from Teddy's little finger. Johnson, but don't mess with my head with this transsexual bipolar bullshit. Teddy, I'm non-binary, I'm not trans. Johnson grabs Teddy by his jacket and pulls him close. Johnson, it's against science. Everybody knows there's only two genders. Jordan Peterson says so. Teddy, that's what I thought, but it turns out Jordan Peterson's talking out of his arse. Johnson lets go of Teddy's jacket. Johnson. Don't you talk about Jordan Peterson like that, you prick! Shaggy stops swigging from the brandy bottle to interject. Shaggy. I tidy my room, make my bed every day since I read his book. Johnson. Don't tell me you are a fucking bloke on a Monday and a bird on a Friday. Teddy. It's not like that. I'm just neither, just both. I can show you some YouTube videos about the chemistry. Johnson. What? A chemistry lesson? Johnson slaps Teddy hard across the face. Johnson. I know why you're doing this. Teddy. He's like a brother to me. What he did, tried to do, it messed with my head. I'm not going to change on the outside, Mr. Johnson. I just can't lie about what's going on inside. I want to explain it, but it will stay private. I'll never do what Manny did. Shaggy. Turning up and address on a job. What was he thinking? A loud ping notification. A WhatsApp image on Teddy's phone. Shaggy. Look at this, Teddy. Shaggy shows him a WhatsApp image from Babes of a positive pregnancy test with the caption, Got there in the end. Shaggy. You're going to be a fucking father! There is a round of congratulations from the gang members to a numb-looking Teddy. Johnson's eyes are still locked on Teddy's. Shaggy puts his hand on Teddy's shoulder. Shaggy. Come on, Teddy. You've got a kid on the way. Time to do the right thing. Teddy. To Johnson. You're my family. If you won't accept me as I am, then the reservoir it is. Johnson nods to Shaggy, who unwraps the tape from Teddy's fingers and indicates for him to leave with his escort. Johnson faces the shrubbery and pulls petals off a rose. Teddy's almost through the gate when his eyes flick towards Shaggy. Teddy's ready to capitulate, but before he can, Johnson calls out. Johnson. Fuck it! Third choice is, for my amusement, but the classical way. A blackboard and chalk, no sodding YouTube. Shaggy and Teddy sigh with relief. Exterior graveyard, day. 
A joint is being rolled in the hands of Manny, 50s, seated on a gravestone with his lower half out of view. Manny is wearing a discreet woman's blouse and a little makeup, nothing gaudy. He's missing the top of his right little finger. Teddy stands, agitated in front of it. Fuck me, Manny, I should never have suggested it. At least if I just jump in the reservoir, I go out with some dignity. Indicating the joint. Good stuff. From that packy in Pimlico. Manny stops rolling and stares at Teddy. Teddy? What? Just a figure of speech. I'm not racist or nothing. Manny flicks his lighter which flames. Teddy? Don't mean nothing. Like the lads calling you Manny the Tranny. No harm in it. Manny lights the joint, keeping his eyes on Teddy. Teddy? Do you think he'll go through with it? Manny puffs on the joint, smiling, shaking his head. Teddy, what are you laughing at? Teddy sits beside Manny on the gravestone, waiting for his toke as Manny draws in a deep breath. Teddy, I'm godfather to his Danny for Christ's sakes. Instead of passing the joint to Teddy, Manny begins to stub it out on Teddy's leather jacket. Teddy leaps up. Teddy. What the fuck? Don't fucking ruin my jacket. What's wrong with you? Manny. Only educating you've ever done is smashing some geezer in the face to get him to learn his lesson. You're a dead man. Holding out the joint. And don't call me Manny the tranny. It's not polite. Teddy snatches the joint off Manny. Teddy. I'm not like you. I'll end up inside or taking a puff. When Danny rang, he shook me up, Manny. Manny. Living a lie. I can do that to you. He recovering, okay? Teddy. You're fucking suicide. And is she? Manny. Hasn't had the op yet. Teddy, doesn't matter, smiling at Manny. It's just, uh, being polite. Manny, I've made out okay on the other side. I'll never forget, waving his amputated pinky. The family, though. Teddy, they can cut off my old fucking arm, but I can't be an outsider, Manny. I'd be no good for my woman or the baby. They'd be better off without me. Handing back the joint. I'll turn him around. You'll see. It's not like I'll rub it in their faces. I'll keep it private. Do you ever regret it? Coming out. Manny's attention is caught by a butterfly. Manny. Fuck me. If it isn't one of those rare butterflies Johnson has in his study. I'd know it anywhere. Teddy. Yeah. I remember, watching the butterfly. Rare and special creatures, he calls them. So, do you? Manny stands up to reveal he's wearing outrageous orange leopard skin, thigh-length boots and a miniskirt, and begins to walk away. Manny. Fuck no! As Manny departs, Teddy sees a golden bangle on the ground. He goes to call after Manny, but hesitates. Slowly, he puts it on. Exterior, 
Walled Garden, Day. A blackboard on an A-frame stands on the grass with the gang members loitering awkwardly as Teddy walks between them. Johnson lurks behind them, deadheading flowers throughout, a wheelbarrow with a heavy shiny spade laid inside. Teddy glances at Johnson. Is he even listening? Gang member one. Do you wish you had a pussy? Teddy. No, I don't feel like I'm in the wrong body. I feel equally as much a man as a woman. Snip. Snip. Johnson deadheads flowers with his secateurs. Teddy. Look, your body might be coded, mostly male or female, but it can be fluid. Pointing at a skinny gang member. Like, if you're a violin. When do you stop being a violin and become... Moves towards a plump gang member. A cello to the giant gang member, or a double bass. Crack! Johnson snaps some branches off a shrub. Teddy begins to sketch musical notes on the blackboard. Teddy. School told us chromosomes XX is girl, XY is boy. That's like saying an orchestra plays classical and a swing band plays jazz, but they can play any tune they like, right? Depends on the notes. Gang member two. So, is it normal to wonder what it's like to have tits, then? Thud. Cut branches bang into the wheelbarrow. Gang member one. Isn't it just hormones? Teddy. Hormones. Testosterone, the rhythm, and estrogen, the melody. Even us men make estrogen in our brains. We have both rhythm and melody flowing through us. Clang! The spade crashes into the wheelbarrow. Teddy writes SRY on the board. The SRY is a gene on the Y chromosome. A group of cells, like an instrument section, must all express SRY notes of the chord at the right time, with an invisible conductor. Without that first chord, the embryo might play a different symphony, like female ovaries, or something in between. Gang member two. My nan told me it was a mental illness. Teddy. It's physical. Chromosomes, anatomy, hormones, and yes, some psychology and cultural shit all thrown into the symphony. Hard to get your head around it. I know, but it's something much more fascinating and beautiful than what we've been taught. Science proves we're not all 100% male or female. Smash! Johnson attacks the blackboard, shattering it to pieces with the spade. Frenzied, yet emotionless, the students seem disappointed. Johnson. You're telling me that what I learned at school was dumbed down for idiots, nothing better than a lie? To the gang. School's over, get the van ready. He's going to the reservoir tonight. The gang leave through the gate, leaving Teddy alone with Johnson. The afternoon light is beginning to fade. Exterior walled garden, patio, evening. The sun is setting behind the St. George's flag. Teddy drinks a brandy seated at the table, but he won't take his eyes off Johnson who paces the patio like a restless lion. Teddy, you don't need to do this. No one else will know, but I can't lie to you and the boys. Teddy stands and takes off his leather jacket 
and neatly folds it, revealing the bangle on his wrist. Teddy. No point wasting it. Danny always wanted it. It's hers now. Johnson. He was born with a dick and balls. Teddy. My woman accepts me for who I am. Why can't you? Johnson. My son, Danny with a Y, not a her, hasn't had the op. Teddy. May not live long enough to. Is that what you want? Enraged, Johnson punches Teddy hard in the chest. Teddy gasps with the pain, falling to the ground. Johnson drags Teddy onto the lawn. Exterior walled garden. Evening. Johnson. You've betrayed me. Just like Danny. Lying on the ground, Teddy is distracted by a lone cornflower in the grass. He strokes it gently. Teddy, still breathless. Better than betraying ourselves. Making eye contact. Call her. In a frenzy, Johnson lays into Teddy with his fists, kicking him even harder, screaming. Johnson. Stop fucking with my head. You just don't know when you've got it good. Like that sodding slug. As Johnson finishes and slumps exhausted, Teddy is spitting out broken teeth and wheezing, hugging his ribs in agony. Johnson. Found it back on my cabbages. Salted the fucker. Should have got away when it could. Teddy painfully waves his left wrist, wearing the bangle at Johnson. Teddy. Look. A magic trick. He pulls it off and puts it on his right wrist and laughs, coughing blood. Teddy. Kazam! I've changed sides, but nothing's changed. Johnson leans over and grabs Teddy by his t-shirt. Johnson. Why are you doing this? Teddy. Wheezing. Teddy. Cool. Cool, Danny. Johnson stands and grabs the spade, raises it high. He's trembling but determined. There's no fear in Teddy's eyes as he fixes his gaze on Johnson. Teddy. Saw one of those butterflies in the graveyard yesterday. Like how you have on your wall in the office. Johnson. Which one? Teddy. Orange. Black spots. The one I always called the leopard butterfly when I was a nipper. Johnson. Fabriciana Odipe. The eyebrow fritillary. You didn't. Teddy. You remember what made you buy this place? Because it was fertile, you said. Cornflowers and rare butterflies. Special, you said. Sign of fertility. When you get rare, special creatures inhabiting your landscape. Johnson still has the spade raised, but he is transfixed. Teddy. Who's to say Danny? Danny, with an eye, isn't something rare and special. Maybe I am too. Maybe having people that are rare and special is a sign this is fertile land. A better world for our kids to grow up in. 
Johnson is shaking. Teddy. Call her! Exterior, walled garden, doorway, evening. Shaggy enters the gate and reacts to Johnson with the spade raised. He rushes forward. Shaggy. Mr. Johnson, just wait! With a roar, Johnson raises the spade higher to strike. Teddy closes his eyes. The spade crashes down inches from his head. Teddy looks up. Johnson is trembling, crying. Johnson. It's too late. Shaggy. To Teddy. The hospital called this morning. Danny died last night. Teddy tries to stand, but crumples back into the grass, gasping for air. Teddy. You killed him. You killed your own flesh and blood. Shaggy. Not now, Teddy. Johnson. He should have kept it private. He didn't have to go for the fucking op. Shaggy. Teddy isn't like that, Mr. Johnson. He's going to keep it private. Teddy. Fuck no. No, not anymore. Shaggy. Why are you doing this? Teddy. No one gets to tell me what I am. I choose whether I'm a fucking bloke on a Monday or a bird on a Friday. Teddy tries to stand but falls, unconscious onto the grass. Shaggy tries to get him to come round. Johnson moves over to the shrubbery and picks up the bag of salt he left there. He was fond of the boy. Shaggy is now checking Teddy's pulse in his neck. Johnson. Do we need to get Doc? Shaggy. Be late for that, Mr. Johnson. Johnson bristles. Shaggy. Shall I? Johnson. Get the fuck out of my garden! Shaggy follows orders. Turning to see Johnson grab the salt packet and enraged, he pours the remainder over Teddy's prone body. Shaggy leaves whilst Johnson slumps by the body, defeated. Slowly, Johnson pulls the shiny golden bangle off Teddy's limp wrist and turns it around with his fingers. Exterior, graveyard, day. Seeds from a dandelion clock swirl, hanging on the breeze as if guided by an invisible force. Bees buzz and do their dance on vivid blue cornflowers. Johnson and Shaggy stand by two gravestones inscribed, Danny Johnson, she slash her, 2021, and Teddy Taylor, they slash their, 2021. Teddy's gravestone has his leather jacket draped over the stone. Shaggy goes to speak, stops himself, nods his condolences to Johnson, and leaves. Johnson looks up to see Manny sitting on a gravestone a few hundred yards away, wearing his leopard skin boots, smoking a joint. Manny flicks the joint away and slowly walks towards Johnson, maintaining eye contact. Slowly, without breaking eye contact, Manny removes Teddy's jacket from the gravestone and puts it on. Johnson's face suddenly registers rage. He's about to speak, but gasps. 
he notices something on his hand. Johnson gently raises his hand, on which an orange and black high-brown fritillary has alighted. Johnson stares intently at the beautiful creature on his fingers. Johnson. See this? This is a rare and special creature. Rare and special. Both men stand mesmerized by the butterfly. Fade out. The Chemistry Lesson. A reading of the short screenplay written by Susie Miller. Performed by Toby Cooper. Produced by Susie Miller. Music by Graham Couples. S16 Music. <laughs>